1: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LeGreco. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk about Monday Night Raw and that explosive main event between Seth Rollins and Jey Uso. Also, What's next with Seth Rollins and CM Punk? I mean, did you hear those CM Punk chants last night? A lot to do when Bully and I talk to you right now on the Busted Open podcast. I want to start with that main event. What a great, what a great match between Seth Rollins and Jay Uso. I mean, they gave them, I want to say around 25 minutes last night. First of all. A lot of uh, there was a few matches that were given a lot of time uh, last night, including the opening match between Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. But man, you know, bully, you say it a lot. Like Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think Seth proved that last night. What a great match between those two in that main event on Raw. What more can you say?
1: <clears throat> it was a quality main event. Great match. Did you see uh, the people biting on the false finishes Oh, towards down the stretch? Both guys staying down out of exhaustion down the stretch. I will say this. There was, and I hate to nitpick, Dave. I hate to nitpick, especially when a match is that good. But there was a moment that took me out for a second. And it was towards the end and, I, and it kind of affected the way I looked at the match or I felt about the finish. Did you pick up on anything? No, I'm very interested to hear what that was. About a minute before the finish, Jay Uso has Seth Rollins down and Seth is on his knees. And Jay Uso measures seth rollins thank you i don't know what that was but thank you Uh jay Uso measures seth rollins and super kicks him right in the jaw and seth rollins stood up hit the ropes and speared jay Uso, and then hit him with the uh with the curb stomp i was just like what the hell just happened the guy was on his knees jay measured him up for a kill shot super kicks him right in the face and Seth stands up, hits the ropes, and then there's the spear. That was so abrupt to my eyes. I don't know if there was an issue with maybe somebody was on the wrong page at that moment. I see you got your remote in your hand. Yeah, I I'm going to go back I'm, and watch it. I'm going it. back and watching it 100%. Like, I don't know if to other people that stood out so much, but to me it was glaring. Uh, it di- obviously you're not picking up on it so you know maybe it wasn't to you but it- it's like one of those things that and I don't mean to bring it- AEW into this but it's like one of those things I would see in AEW that would drive me crazy a- and so I, think I gotta kind of what- have to talk about it like this morning like that was like a bl- it was either a mistake at And I can't believe those two guys, of all people, made this type of mistake. Or maybe because they were running a little heavy on time. They just had to get to the finish. But, man, that super kick landed right on Seth's jaw. And Seth, instead of getting knocked over, stands up. He does. I'm watching it right now. And
0: he hits him with the super kick. He gets up. And then Jay is about to deliver... Uh, the spear and Seth hits him with a pedigree, and then does the curb stomp and then the one, two, three. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm like I think watching it last night, bully, and because you mentioned AEW, this happens a lot with AEW. You kind of get caught in the moment, you get caught in the momentum of the match. You kind of feel when it's rolling like that, and I but I can see it, especially as a performer and somebody that likes to dot the I's and cross the T's like you do. And this is why I love, you know, getting your reaction after a show like last night. Um, I could see how that took you out of
1: the moment. And Dave, I'm as caught up as you are or as any other fan is in this match. I'm biting on the false finishes. I'm going, whoa, Oh, this is great. And all of a sudden that happens. And I'm just like, whoa. Like it's as if somebody smacks me in the face and I'm just like, wait a minute, that definitely should not have happened. That doesn't belong there. There's no way in hell that these guys planned. I'm like, that was a kill shot. The guy's down on his knees. If anything, it should have knocked him over, but it made him stand up on his feet. And that's, you know, I gotta be fair across the board. When I see things that to me do not make sense it's a, it was a such a great match, such a great main event. Had me. And then all of a sudden I see that and I'm like, oof. It, it, seriously, Dave, it takes me right out of the moment. Hey, Bully, I, I can't
0: believe, and, you know, I'm, obviously we'll talk to the nation. I want the nation to be honest about this because I I didn't pick up on it like Bully did. Great job by Bully, and I'm wondering if, our fans did or did not, because I want them to be honest when they call in today. Um, it had to be a mistake. Watching it back, Bully, it had to be a mistake. I'm I'm wondering if Jay was supposed to miss that super kick because Seth didn't register it at all. Like you said, he's on his knees. He looks like he's on his last breath, like he's about to get beat. Jay hits him with that super kick, and, and Seth just like shakes it off like nothing and stands up. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen somebody just stand up after being super kicked like that.
1: Well, watch um, AEW every week and you'll
0: see it. Well, I mean, I'm watching it. I, I, listen, I,
1: at that, but... It's at, a little chuckle joke, guys. It is a little don't chuckle it, joke. Don't take it so serious, No,
0: <laughs> but, 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 Bully, this is at the end of the match. Right. Like, it's, like, you're right. In AEW, we do see it during the course of the match, But this is right at the end. This is at the final sequence of the match. And now, unfortunately, I I probably won't look at the match the same way after seeing this because
1: it does take a little bit away from what we had just seen. And I'm not bringing it up because I want want it to take away from you. I'm asking your opinion because it was so glaring to me. Like, I like I said, I can't believe the T these two quality workers, especially Seth, who I, from the time that I spent with Seth, I know really puts a lot of thought into it. I think they might've been running long on time or somebody f- might've just forgot something. And this is what we got. They were like, we got to get to this finish and we got to get to it now. Cause you got to remember <clears throat> if you go back and watch Dave, Seth picks Jay up rather quickly to help him off the mat. There was no moment there. There was no moment for for Seth to stand there with the championship and really sell the battle and then look down at Jay and then help him up slowly before Seth goes up and gets the beauty shot on the the turnbuckles. Mm -hmm. He picks Jay up rather quickly off the mat. He's like, yeah, bro, good match, bye. And then Jay rolls out, and then obviously we get uh, we get McIntyre with a claymore, and then puts Jay through the announce table with some kind of modified baby suplex. And one of the things with the I'm going to get to another point while you're watching. Get well, ahead.
0: you know, because really what I'm looking for right now is the time, and there was there there was no overrun last night. They they signed off. Right, I'm watching back right Raw now. Raw doesn't signed...
1: do an overrun
0: anymore. Yeah. They they signed off right at the top of the hour. So when Jay Uso caught Seth Rollins with that super kick, it was at 10.58, and then they were off at 11 o'clock. So they had two minutes to get to the finish of the match and then to get to everything that was happening with Drew McIntyre at the end. So there is, without a doubt, Bully, To answer your question, uh, they did that, I'm sure, because of time and that they were running out of time.
1: Um, To recap, excellent match. The finish puzzled me. It took me out for a moment. That's just me personally, because that should never be going on. And then I want to get to the announce table with Drew. The announce table... When the announced table breaks or gets broken or somebody gets put through it, it's not the same as when a regular table gets broken. And when you do a regular table the right way, and trust me, I've done this once or twice, the table explodes. The table shatters. The act of going through a table looks and sounds so brutal that, yeah, that guy or gal got hurt. With the announce table, unless it's like somebody flying off the top rope and doing the elbow drop a la a Shane McMahon or two guys standing on top of uh, the, you know, announce table with maybe like a big rock bottom or a pedigree, the announce table doesn't explode. The The announce table kind of crumbles. <laughs> you know, it's almost like a, the announce table looks like a house of cards at times. Yeah, you know, and it just goes boop, poop, boop. and it just kind of you know crumbles. So, I would love to see them use the announce table less, and when it is used, make it real big, make it so it looks at like that announce table truly hurt. Because last night, whatever Drew did to Jay looked quite anticlimactic to me.
0: Yeah, and 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 again, I think bully. Watching back at it now, it had to be because of time. Like yes. I would, th- I would think that they wanted that sequence with Drew McIntyre to be much longer than it was because you still, because you, you had him, you know, give the Claymore to Jey Uso, then Seth Rollins came out to help, and then he had to dispose. Drew had to dispose of Jey Uso. That all had to be done in less than sixty seconds. So think about like what I'm saying. I'm looking back at it right now. The super kick to Jay Uso was at ten fifty eight oh eight. They signed off at eleven o'clock. So that's less than two minutes to do everything that you and I have been talking about over the last five minutes. That's not a lot of time. So they must have went very long on the match and then had to completely rush through the end of what happened with Drew,
1: Seth, and Jay. And you remember, it's the last thing that you see. It's the last thing you're going to remember. And speaking of remembering, I want to I want to go back uh, to uh, some of the stuff that we saw during the show. Remember, I always tell you, when the WWE wants you to remember, they will replay stuff over and over again. And when they want you to forget, they won't play it at all. So I have a couple of points about that later in the show but the timing and the pacing and the way the match developed and the selling and the registering and the false finishes, I was like so into the match. And then we get that, the weirdness with the super kick and then the rush on the drew stuff. I was just like, it it was so abrupt for me. I just felt like I could not get myself into the end of the match and what had happened. And that's my honest and fair opinion. I believe it's a fair opinion on what I saw last night in the main event.
0: The number one pro wrestling show on the planet, Busted Open, is available seven days a week by subscribing and downloading the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Join me alongside two WWE Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, the hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer, plus Thunder Rosa and Mickey James all week long as we break down everything going on in and out of the ring. Listen to Busted Open right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's always gonna be difficult, bully, because you have two baby faces in the ring. Jay Uso, extremely popular. Seth Rollins, extremely popular. But it was very interesting in that probably a little after the middle of that match, how it felt like the fans kind of got behind Jay. It seemed like the fans in attendance were rooting for Jay to beat Seth to win that title. But also, which was very loud and very telling were the CM Punk chants that were happening during that match as well. What did you think of the crowd reaction during Raw last night?
1: I would like to take the second part first, Dave. The CM Punk chants are designed to get under whose skin? Seth Rollins. Ding, ding, ding. Circle gets a square. Johnny, tell him what is won. Why do you think that the live audience in Albany, halfway through the match... Was definitively behind Jey Uso. Think about it. Use a little bit of logic.
0: Well, I, I think they love Jey Uso, but right now, I mean, that's always going to be part of it. They love Jey Uso, but they also love CM Punk. They're still on the high of CM Punk returning. But I also feel like, and I'm I'm guilty of this too. When you're at a show. And there's a championship match. You want to see that championship change hands. And that Albany crowd last night wanted to see Jay Uso beat Seth Rollins for that World Heavyweight Championship.
1: Once again, ding, ding, ding. Circle gets a square. Uh, absolutely. There's two baby faces there. Seth has been the champion for a while. Okay. Seth was. Seth won the won the tournament for the championship. Correct.
0: Yeah, that's was going there? back. I'm trying to remember exactly what the date was,
1: but yeah. He's been, they didn't just he, give him the championship. He won a tournament for the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't. He wasn't just handed yeah. that championship. He so earned it. It was a new championship. It was created. Seth's had it for a while. Albany doesn't exactly get a ton of world championship matches, so it's an opportunity maybe for us to see a world title change right in front of our faces. How cool would that be? And that's why they're behind Jay Uso now, and and now the CM Punk chants go with that because if we can chant CM Punk loud enough and we can get into Seth's ear, maybe Seth will screw up and maybe Jay wins and we get that title change.
0: I I see that, and I I definitely agree with you with the Albany crowd. It's one thing to cheer for Jay Uso. It's another thing to have the CM Punk chants because that's almost a little bit on another level. That is, like you said, getting under his skin. That is saying definitively that we're behind CM Punk when CM Punk is not even in the building and not even on this show. I'm very interested how the crowd reactions are going to be moving forward for Seth Rollins. CM Punk is going to be on SmackDown on Friday, and CM Punk is going to be back on Monday Night Raw I would have to think that it's going to be something similar to Randy Orton where he's going to sign with Monday Night Raw um, and he's going to be a mainstay on Monday nights with Seth Rollins. So when we start seeing Punk and Seth on the same show together, which wasn't the case last night, I'm wondering how the crowd's reactions are going to be moving forward and what this means for Seth Rollins bully moving forward.
1: I Listen, people like to chant CM Punk, but they also like to sing Seth's song. What's the difference? Well, one is actually chanting for the man, the guy, an actual wrestler. One is just singing some guy's song. I could thoroughly understand why a... Uh, a fan base an arena full of, 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 of WWE Universe fans would want to get behind CM Punk there's something about that CM Punk CM Punk chant as opposed to just going whoa, whoa, whoa. now I can hear all the Seth Rollins fans going right now ah screw you bully B-b-b-b-. we love Seth Rollins Yeah? Well, watch what what happens next time CM Punk and Seth Rollins are in the same place at the same time. Those Punk chants are going to be loud. Yes. There's no reason for them not to be right now. CM Punk is the flavor of the, I'll call it, month right now in the WWE. How long this flavor lasts remains to be seen. I believe in the WWE universe... Punk has loyal fans. We heard the reaction that first night when he came back at Survivor Series. The next night in Nashville at Raw, I believe the people were firmly behind Punk. Now, they sat around for three hours. They knew Punk was going to be there. Was the pop the same? No, the pop wasn't the same because you know now he's coming out. We've gotten all the way to, you know, 1048. Actually, it was 1051 Eastern Standard Time before Punk came out. The people know, okay, Punk's coming out next. He has yep. to come out next since he was advertised for the show. There's only nine minutes left in the show. So how big of a pop can you really get? When I, But I do believe that when these guys do come face-to-face, head-to-head, whether it's moving into the rumble or whether it's going into WrestleMania. I think the people are going to be firmly behind CM Punk. And the great thing about Seth is Seth can turn on a dime. If Seth needs to be the heel in this situation, he's great enough at what he does. He's been a heel long enough that he can just turn on the dime. You heard him what you heard him that first night with the CM Punk chance, when he was in the ring, Yep, get it out of your system. Come on, get him out of your system. That's something a heel says. A babyface would have said, you know what? I'm a CM Punk fan too. So you chant his name as long as you want and as loud as you want, and I'll actually chant it with you. I wouldn't be surprised if the Punk chants actually really did get under Seth's skin just a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if Seth was expecting CM Punk chants that first night on Monday Night Raw because Seth has been one of the most popular wrestlers in the WWE for the past year, and then now he's in the ring, and the as you said, the flavor of the month is here, and now people are chanting his name. Forget about during other parts of the show, but while I'm in the ring, they're chanting his name. That's very interesting, Bully, because we asked the question, listen, it wasn't that long ago, three months ago, Punk was in AEW, right? And even in Chicago, there were people that were booing CM Punk. I was in Newark, New Jersey for an AEW show, and they were actually chanting F CM Punk. We asked the question, hey, if Punk comes back in Chicago, obviously he's going to get a big reaction in Chicago but will he get that same reaction in Nashville, Tennessee, or in Albany, New York? Like, it's one thing to get it in Chicago, but will he get it everywhere? We, can, we ask that question, Bully. I think right now it seems that he's going to get that kind of reaction everywhere.
1: One of the things that I would do if I was the WWE is I, I obviously would announce when CM Punk is going to be on Raw but I would never hit CM Punk's music until he needs to be seen. I would never show punk in the back. I wouldn't show the walk to the ring. And I know why they do it. They do it, you know, going into a break because you're going to stay in front of your TV, you know, during a commercial. If you know, punk is on his way to the ring, they do with Cody a lot. They do it with a variety of talents, but with punk, I wouldn't do it. You never know when he's going to come out to keep that pop as pure as possible. And as loud as possible.
0: Bully, that static before his song, that's the glass breaking. Yes. Before Stone Cold Steam. And, like, people are probably, oh, LeGreco, you're crazy. I'm not crazy. Look at the reactions that CM Punk is getting when he comes out. Look at the views. Like, what they again, they broke records with the views on YouTube and social media exploding. I mean, there's been a lot of superstars that have come in and out of the door the last 10 years. I don't think anybody's gotten the
1: reaction like CM Punk did. I believe I read on social media from, I I believe this was on the site that keeps us up to date on tickets sold for any particular arena for any particular company in any particular event. I think moving into that show last night in Albany the last week, they sold about between 1,500 and 1,700 tickets. Punk wasn't even advertised. So I don't know if he was there dark last night or, or or anything, but Punk wasn't advertised for the show, and they still moved a significant amount of tickets You know, during the last week. Can I definitively say that that was because of CM Punk? No, I can't say that. Could it have been just because of the matches that were announced already or what the people thought they were getting already? You know, maybe, but there is the punk factor that comes into play here.
0: I also just feel like the WWE is hot right now. Think about this. Like, you know, all, obviously you're not getting a Roman Reigns. He's on SmackDown, Roman's been out. Last night, no Orton, no Punk. So the two guys that just came back at Survivor Series and are hot and the big returns, no Orton, no Punk, no problem. The WWE had no problem moving tickets and putting on a great Monday night
1: raw last night. About two years ago, Dave, I don't know if approximately two years ago, we were sitting here talking about, I have no idea how people sit through a Monday night raw live. Yeah. We would talk about, Oh, it's a Monday. You're back to work. You know, you pick the kids up from school, you drive to the arena, you deal with traffic, you walk into the building and blah, like, Oh, my God, it's an exhausting day. Now, I think the opposite. I'd want to be in an arena for a Monday Night Raw. It seems like Raw has that fun factor back again. And there's that word fun again that I always talk about with AEW. Whether it's AEW with the referees or the rules or the no-selling, blah, 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 it's still a fun product live. It's still a fun experience live. I think Raw and SmackDown have brought that fun factor back.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's a, I know it's a weird gauge, but it always reminds me of the Attitude Era is when the show opens and you see the signs. I think the signs are always, to me, like, if the fans are really invested on the characters, the personalities, and what's are going on, because you're taking the time to make a sign. You want to be seen. Uh, you're starting to see more and more. There was a time... Bully, I remember we weren't seeing any of that stuff in the crowd at all. And then we were hearing all the stories about like security telling people to sit down and all this type of stuff. You're not hearing that type of things either. Because you know what? When you're getting a lot of people standing up and invested in what's going on, they're not going to be doing that. So, man, it's, it's to me, the WWE is firing at all cylinders right now.
1: I would never, listen, I know Vince McMahon was a big stickler for this product is for the TV audience, for people watching at home. So we we don't want to distract from anything that's going on from our promos, our in-ring action. To me, uh uh-uh. You're basically a rock and roll show. And you want people to react at your rock and roll show any way they want. And you have the Attitude Era as your barometer. Why was it okay for people (coughs) excuse me, to bring their signs during the Attitude Era where basically there were so many signs you couldn't see the people? Yeah. But now not one sign can be held up. Let your fans do what they want. They want to bring giant signs, let them bring giant signs. Yes, if they have a sign that says F the WWE, you're going to want to take that away. Because you don't want that on your television show. But for the most part, let people bring their sides. Let the kids bring them sides. Let people do whatever makes them happy at your show. Yo, what's going on? This is Bully Ray from Busted Open on SiriusXM's XM's Fight Nation. For 15 years, we've brought you the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. And now, we're bringing you even more. Yo, guys, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. The only place to party on Wednesday nights is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully. Download it on Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm interested where this goes because some really good storytelling going on with Monday Night Raw. We'll get into it a little bit later with Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre's beef about, you know, him being passed over, him not getting chances, him not being respected. And we saw, you know, his feelings and his emotions come out at the end of Raw last night. This is going to be a good story, Bully, between Seth Rollins and CM Punk. And I believe it's going to be marred with truth. Seth Rollins is a guy who's been a part of the WWE for a very long time. And he has waved the flag through all the ups and downs. He has you know, gone through the barrage of like the AEW buzz and all the momentum. And had to hear all the stuff about how great everybody else's wrestling was. But never mentioned the WWE or Seth Rollins. And now... As you said, CM Punk comes back. Everybody is embracing CM Punk. Seth Rollins is getting bombarded with CM Punk chants. I'm very, very interested to see where this story goes, Bully.
1: You and me both. I don't think it's being marred by truth. I think it's being helped by truth.
0: No, I and when I mean by marred, I meant like in Seth Rollins' case where, hey, I'm being honest, I'm being truthful, but I don't think the fans are buying it. Like, I don't think... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about everything that Seth is going to say. People are just happy that CM Punk is back and they're going to cheer CM Punk.
1: CM Punk is that that is the label on every rock and roll uh, album we ever listened to. You know, parental advisory, you know, yeah, uh, requested or whatever it was he he he's he's the rebel he's the i mean not that that first promo he cut was very rebellious um but people are going to be into him they don't forget that he he coined himself the voice of the voiceless he as a master of his smoke and mirrors and has been really good at, be, at being able to keep his fan base close to him I don't think there's many things that can do. And the more Seth talks about how punk is going to wrong us and punk is going to go back to being punk one day, I think the more the people are going to want to get behind him. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just all like- punk has to say is, all punk has to say is, Seth, you keep telling these people what I'm going to do and how I'm going to turn back into the old punk, how are you going to look when that doesn't happen? How is that going to look when I defeat you, you know, for the world heavyweight championship? It's, it's very easy here. And I got to tell you for for Seth, he's got to be really careful about what he says because I can see the people turning on him in an instant and getting behind punk. But it's, it's starting already, but, but bully,
0: like, Follow the timeline here. And obviously, you know the timeline. Everybody that's listening knows the timeline. CM Punk walked out, right? CM Punk was very unhappy with the WWE. Guy had a match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. And in, in the meantime, he was very upset that he wasn't in the main event. And, like, he, he's facing The Undertaker. And it's like The Undertaker's streak is the biggest thing in the WWE. But that didn't seem to really matter. Had all the complaints, leaves. Really badmouths the company, bad mouths Triple H on the way out, right? Then, you know, he's gone from wrestling, didn't want anything to do with pro wrestling. He was finished, actually went off to a career in MMA. He That failed. He comes back to the world of pro wrestling, goes to AEW two years ago the big AEWs, the alternative to the WWE, the anti-WWE. His first promo, he kind of bags on the WWE. He's in AEW. The hell with the WWE. I'm in AEW. This is my home. Ultimately gets fired from AEW. Then comes back to the WWE, not saying like, hey, I chose this company over the other. I got fired. Really didn't have much of a choice but to go back. To the WWE. Comes back with open arms. And now Seth Rollins, who has been loyal to the WWE through and through, never even thought about leaving the WWE to go to the nice new shiny toy called AEW. WWE is my home. By the way, I'm also married to one of the most popular wrestlers in the WWE named Becky Lynch. We are the power couple in the WWE. We're loved by the WWE universe. I'm waving the flag. Everybody's talking about how great Will Ospreay is, and he's the best wrestler in the world. And oh, Brian Danielson with AEW is the best wrestler in the world, and yada yada. Well, how about looking at the world of the WWE? Look at me. Look at the other people that are in this company. They're amazing. They're the best at what they can do. And CM Punk comes back and everybody's like, yay. And now CM, CM Punk's the golden child. And Seth Rollins is getting a mixed reaction from the fans. He's getting bombarded by CM Punk chants. And that crowd at Albany was rooting for Jey Uso and not Seth Rollins. Like if I'm Seth Rollins, I'm like holy shit! I, I'm in a WWE ring and I'm actually getting booed. I'm getting bombarded by CM. What the fuck did I do? I've been nothing but loyal to you people. This guy here is like a cheating spouse. It's like somebody that's going out there and cheating on you. And the what only happens? reason, the only wait, hold on, the only reason why. He's coming home is because everybody else booted him out. He's, uh, he's coming home because there's nowhere else for him to go. And you're
1: cheering him and not me? Are you kill- You're killing me here. You're killing me. What happens to people who are too loyal? What happens to people that are too loyal in relationships sometimes? What happens to people who are too loyal to their employer sometimes? Loyalty is seen as a weakness loyalty you when
0: you're a hundred percent loyal you get screwed why you know what there's dave dave's a great worker let's po- you know what don't give it to joe schmoe to work to him give it to dave give it to have dave do it dave will do it and he won't complain he'll just do it so give him more and more pay comes time for pay raise boy dave's done a lot with busted open but why would we give him a raise? He's loyal. Dave ain't going anywhere. By the way, that was a quote from an executive. Dave ain't going anywhere. He's he's loyal to this place. Ain't go- you get fucked when you're loyal. You get fucked. And Seth Rollins right now is getting fucked.
1: There you go. I would like that to be released as our video for today. <laughs> you're But you're 1,000% accurate loyalty gets you nowhere anymore back in the day different story so seth is that loyal company guy yep and punk is the one with issues and problems and the rebellious attitude and this and that and we love him because he's a fuck up and the world loves a good fuck up that's okay you come back you're our fuck up you're our rebel we love you anyway That's just the way it is. Uh,
0: bully, you know what, Bully? I'm I'm yelling and screaming about Seth while I'm wearing a CM Punk. I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt.
1: I'm a CM Punk fan. Punk also has a cool factor to him. Yes. Does Seth Rollins? No. Seth Rollins is a phenomenal wrestler who has, who, who uh, uh, over the last year, chose to wear flamboyant clothing, outrageous clothing, talk in this outrageous way. It's, it's kind of a character extension. What's punk? What right, Dave, talk.
0: No, you know, because this goes back to the conversation that you and I have had endlessly on this show about Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is going out there. (laughs) Look at me. Where's the emotional connection? Where's the character?
1: Why do I love you? Why am I going to connect with you? Imagine CM Punk puts this bullet in his chamber and pulls the trigger. Hey, Seth, they sing your song, but they chant my name. Two. That's all he needs to say. They sing your corny song. Because that's all you got is that corny song. But whether I am here or I'm not here, and when I come back, they have chanted my name since day one. They don't chant for Seth Rollins. They chant for CM Punk. Busted Open is part of the
0: SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on Foundation channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.